All right, we're rolling. Restoration Now podcast number four. Yes, it is four. <laughs> You're looking at me like I'm. I think it's four. Like I was way off. Yeah. And the since last. Our, yeah, since our last one last week, I got my voice back. I, I stopped smoking in the meantime. Oh, good. Good yeah. for you. <laughs> that pack a day was. Oh, you just only wish you could smoke. <laughs> Um, all right, so we're here at a job site. The last few podcasts we've done, we've been in my office. It's just been me and Josh, and we've been talking about actually getting out to a job site and seeing um, the work that Restoration Now does and the people that are involved, and so that's why we're here. Maybe, Josh, you could tell us where we are and what we're doing and introduce some of the folks that are here. Yeah, so we are at um, a guy named Tommy's house. We've worked for off and on for a few years. Hold that up to your mouth. We'll look closer. Is that better? That's better. Do we want to start over with students? Um, yeah, we can introduce people as they're coming in. Yeah. Okay. Just, but you don't. You can hold the mic right up to your mouth. That's better. Yeah. Okay. Because this will pick up the room noise, but hold it like right up. Yeah. Yeah. So. Here. Cool. Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome. You can. You guys want to get get out of the cold, close the door, and we'll... Uh... Yeah, shut, shut that latch there, and it'll keep the wind from the, the winter winds here. That right. top one. Josh, you go ahead. Inter- t- tell everybody uh, who's here and what we're doing, and you guys want to, like, sit on the floor, or what? It doesn't matter if you want to, like, make yourselves comfortable. Try to make yeah, some room. Yeah, um, <coughs> we've, we've, sure. we've worked at Tommy's house Thank off you. and on for... Uh, Quite a few years um, doing some uh, ADA access um, for his needs as a quadriplegic, and uh, this this most current project has been with um, quite a few um, volunteers, contractors, um, students, staff. Um, a few weeks ago, we had board members out with volunteers and students. Um, and, and, and the whole point of this project was adding access um, out of the front of the house. And we had a wheelchair lift donated, we've talked about in the past, and then needed a deck and some privacy and security. So um, it's been an opportunity to in, involve a lot of different people. And that's kind of the trajectory of what we want to be doing um, as an organization um, to, to, to meet the needs, but then also to, to use, um, use it as an opportunity to, to give back to the community, um, both, yeah, like with the students that are sitting here and, and even like volunteer contractors, um, pairing them up so there can be, um, skills learned and, you know, maybe scratching the surface on what could be potential livelihood down the road and just exposing, um, the, the opportunities that are out there. So in this room right now, we do have a good, um, cross section of, um, what restoration now is about. And, um, Ryan, you were, well, you've always been involved and, um, on a lot of different levels as past board member, but now just as an advocate and, um, donor, and then just doing these podcasts. Um, so you're here, obviously I'm here, I'm here. <laughs> Ryan, Ryan Jenkins. Um, and then, uh, yeah, we can, maybe we'll just, uh, pass this mic around and people can say who they are and, um, and, and what, what part of, uh, an organism, you know, they're a part of here, what we like to call it and more of an <laughs> organism than an organization, how this operates. Cool. Sure. 
I'll go first. Yeah, go, Todd. <clears throat> My name's Todd, and uh, I've known Josh for around 10 years. Um, I met him through Restoration Now. Um, I was out of work at the time. It was 2009, I think. Um, economy was bad. I've been in construction my whole life, so I was just trying to find something to do and use my skills. And I really liked the mission that he had, serving other people with the skills that we have. Um, so I, I've been working on and off just volunteering with him for the last 10 years or so. Okay. And we've kind of been on a trajectory off and on about bringing me on board as a um, maybe a, a project manager or a director or something like that. Sure. So it's one of those processes that takes some time, um, takes some funding, um, but it's definitely a goal. Um, but projects like this, uh, it's really, um, it just really fills your heart up to, to serve somebody else, do something good for somebody. Yeah. Use the talents that you've been given to, to help other people out. So that's why I do it. So you said you yeah. met Josh on a project? 10 years ago? Um, I did some research on online and I found him, you know, Restoration Now, before it was Restoration Now Global, um, just so, very localized. So you were looking for a nonprofit to partner with? I was. Just, okay. Yeah. And I, I actually looked at um, Habitat for Humanity. I volunteered with them a couple times. I okay. volunteered with Josh. We did an awesome project up in, up in uh, where was that? Charlie's Place? Pingree Park. Yeah. Um, put in an outdoor wood-burning furnace for him, um, a couple other projects, helped him clean some trees out, stuff like that. Nice. So, yeah. It's, yeah we spent a lot of time up there. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> we spent a lot of cold days. Yeah. It's cold and windy outside right now, but nothing compared to Charlie's property, sure. cutting cutting trees and yeah. bucking logs. It's fun. Yeah. So, I enjoy it. I, and for Charlie, you guys pretty much built built an entire house for him. Josh, you want to, or some, you want to give some context, like who Charlie is and. Yeah, Josh and, would be better at that. Um, I kind of came on just as yeah. hands labor, um, but his house burned down, um, and I don't know how he found restoration now, but we helped rebuild and did some passive solar for him. Um, just really cool project and a big project. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, essentially, yeah. a new house was built. Um, well, I guess he. Josh, he had some of the house built, but you guys. Yeah, he had the he had the footers and okay. uh, the main floor structure in, and then yeah, we took it from there up. Yeah. Yeah, he um, basically had a cabin in Pingree Park that burned down, no insurance, so yeah, he it was, was a, like a elderly gentleman, retired school teacher, and was underinsured and right. Yep. Um, so you guys got them all fixed up. Yeah. Yeah place up there yeah it is awesome who else wants to go melinda you wanna sure my name is melinda and i work at um, pooter community academy otherwise known as pca we okay. are an alternative high school and i started there supporting students like three years ago and i noticed that we were all about graduation and that can be tough in our world, but I also saw the need for students to experience um, work after high school and opportunities. Um, I noticed that they all seemed to go to the same places to get jobs, and I wanted them to see people doing their passion, um, so I wanted to expose them to 
a different way of life that they might see at home um, or in their world. And um, I am connecting them with adults who are making their job um, or making their passion into their job. And these kids chose my program. Um, they had 13 different choices. And for some reason, they I, I did a PowerPoint and explained what I was doing, and they chose to do this instead of other things, which include um, we have a service learning um, Wednesday where kids go out into the community and serve. And kids serve breakfast um, or lunch to the homeless. They do like a dog um, rescue. Um, other There's yep, other things. Art in the community is a really cool one. This is Angel cutting in here. He's yeah. an awesome student of mine. Um, so that's awesome. So you said there was 13 different programs they can choose from. Yes. Tell us more about, I mean, give give us a little bit more context about those, those programs. And sure. I'll ask for help from my yeah. students too. Cause I, in the past I helped support seniors who were behind on credits. Okay. Um, and I wasn't in this program, but I, um, actually came up with a job shadowing program last January and it's kind of grown into this which is a Wednesday program it's five hours program so I was taking any student out on a weekday and getting them with um, somebody involved with what they wanted to do after school and that career um, and I decided to go for some grants and get this program started so now I do the five-hour and the job shadowing, actually both. Um, and my students have experienced some of the other service learning. So I want to introduce Angel next to me. Yeah. Um, What's up, Angel? I'm Angel, a student at PCA. I'm in the, what do they call it, Find Your Passion Project, kind of. Kind of, yeah. And uh, so we just go out and we volunteer at different places around Fort Collins and Laporte and we go see like different people who have like nonprofits or like have a business and we go see what their motives were and what they've done to like build it up and do what they've done and we're lucky enough to come here at the restoration project and be able to come help Tommy and do all these things because we're able to learn how to build decks and be able to square things and like know how to build and learn carpentry and all that. And also it helps students who want to like do these kind of things in the future, see what it's like about and see what they're going to get into and all that. So it's really cool to be in this uh, group. And we've gone out to like, we've seen a dude who built his own skateboards. We've seen, uh, we went, we go to these coffee shops, you go to Everyday Joe's and then what's the other one called? Me Oh My. Me Oh My. And they're both like uh, local mm -hmm. coffee shops. The Me Oh My is in the port and it's owned by uh, Jason. Jason and his wife. And they run the whole thing and then Everyday Joe's is like, uh, isn't it a church too? It's a church. And it's a, um, they have service there and then they also do coffee and that on weekdays. And they have like volunteers go work there too and like different people around go work there. And then. Yeah, we can hear you great. So, um, yeah, they get to hear from the owners wherever we go and how it got started and what, what it was like for them in high school and kind of their path. Um, anybody else want to jump in? Um, my name is Sid. I also go to PCA, and I originally joined um, Melinda Service Learning just because you know my friends were in there. But um, being in it really opened me up to uh, all these different careers and um, things to do, and um, just gives actual 
real hands-on experience on the different you know careers, especially here at the Restoration Project. Um, really, like what it's like to be out in the elements and working. Um, it's it's hard work, but it's definitely it's a real experience, and it's it really helps us. I feel like it helps me find what I want to do for my future and really like build that foundation of finding what I want to do. Um, just going to all the different places around town and um, looking at their, you know, just how they build their, you know, companies and everything like that. So yeah. It's really, really cool. Um, and just helps me get a better understanding of what it's like to have your own business and to build that up and to, um, you know, because there's, there's a lot to it, you know. It's crazy, you know. So um, it's just, it's it's really cool. And it's, it's something that um, PCA really it makes it unique, you know, that we have this, so. So what's some of the stuff that you, some of the conclusions you've come to or some of the stuff you've learned that you kind of weren't expecting or change your perspective a lot? Yeah, um, I mean, just, I definitely, I want to, you know, go into the trades a lot more, okay. um, a lot of stuff like that. And just um, being here, you know, like doing, like the electrician work is really, um, it's a lot, it's, it's like a lot of moving around. And I don't know, it's just, it's crazy, like being out there and, um, is that it, good for you? Like something you yeah. enjoy? Like you like that you'd be moving around a lot? Or yeah, yeah, definitely for me. Um, L- I can't. A little better last time. Yeah. Than today with this weather. Huh? Blowing yeah. like crazy. Yeah, it's like freezing cold. Yeah, because obviously you know it, it gives me that understanding of when you have this job, it's not always going to be perfect weather, and it's not yeah. always going to be the perfect conditions. So it gives me that understanding of what it's like to work throughout the years and yeah. throughout you know all the all the different elements and everything. It's, it's really interesting. Yeah. So I didn't, you know, expect that or think about that, but it's, um, it gives me the understanding now. So cool. And, and you were working with Adam Winslow last time. Who yeah. He started that business on his own. Yeah. I think he has a degree <clears throat> from Westmont in like communications. <coughs> Sounds right. Started his own electric company yeah. or, uh, you know, elect, uh, residential and commercial. And, um, he spent the day with you guys and, and he, he loved, he loved working with you all. Yeah. Just that teaching aspect and then that you showed a lot of interest and yeah, that was, that was pretty cool. Yeah. And I think working with him, you know, cause he, like, you know, like he said, he started his own business, like, mm-hmm. um, and just working with him, like, um, it really like shows what it would be like to have your own business, mm-hmm. you know, um, just the way he operates everything and everything. It's, it's really amazing. So, yeah. Awesome. Do you have an idea of like which trade you want to go into yet or? Yeah. Um, I mean, there's definitely a lot of things that I would love to do, but this is just, I guess, helping me, you know, get a little bit of experience from everything. So, yeah, but, um, I definitely, I want to pursue like mechanics and stuff like that. Nice. Yeah. But this, um, you know, doing all this, like the electrician work, like that plays into mechanics a lot too. So it kind of, it gave me that understanding as well. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Sweet. Thanks, man. Anybody else? Sure. Hi, I'm Kai. I also go to PCA. And unlike a lot of people in our service building, I don't really know exactly what I'm going to do at all for a job. And so, like, going on this was more, like, less like a lot of people want to go in, like, get experience with stuff. I just want to, like, just try things out and, like, see which one fits. 
And so far, it's mostly just been, like, kind of process of elimination, being like, well, I'm not going to do that one. I'm not going to do that one. <laughs> but hopefully, by the end of the service learning, I'll have a better idea of what I want to do. That's the goal, at least. Um, but, yeah, it's been fun doing this because it's, like, it's I have friends here. And even something that you don't like doing at all, it's, like, fun with friends. Because you can just, like, the most tedious chore, if your, like, friend is there, you can just still do it and have fun. So that makes it a lot easier. I wouldn't want to do this by myself. And, um, so yeah, like, all the pies and coffee shops and construction is definitely something that's cool, but not something I really want to get into myself. Well, I think it's interesting you said, like, you want to try a bunch of things, and I think that's super important because it seems like a lot of people, when they're trying to figure out which direction to go, they kind of get paralysis through analysis. Like, they try to figure out what's the exact perfect thing for me to do, and I'm not going to start doing anything until I find that perfect thing, and that's just not the way the world works. You just got to, like, start anywhere, you know, even if it's the wrong thing. If it's the wrong thing and you're doing it, you know, some other doors are going to open up to some different things, and you're going to get great experience so sounds like this this program is helping you guys do that that's that's really cool yeah just giving that confidence to try to you know for for whatever it is down the road just the fact that you're here doing it yeah rather than like sitting and thinking about it you know you can just think yourself into circles and think yourself into a corner but uh getting out and physically working at job sites and seeing what other people do is amazing so do make-believe all day or whatever and teaching teaching them that there are many things they could do with that type of skill set or that interest and you don't you shouldn't pigeonhole kids into okay you want to be an astronaut or okay you want to be a fireman or the, the things kids say and as they get older they kind of define that but that's what I really am trying to do is show them the adults and their stories in their journeys that have not gone in one direction. Um, They have tried many things and these opportunities keep opening up and they're going for it. And like you said, you have to start somewhere. And sometimes a no is just as good as a yes for like a job shadowing experience. Because you know, a kid can say, you know what, I don't wanna do that. I didn't know there was so much school involved. I didn't know that there'd be pressure and these things, but that's just as good as information that they now can, you know, and I'll, you know, I do these follow-ups with them like, well, what else is like that? The parts you like about that, what else is there? Um, So, you know, we start to build on the know and build different scenarios with some of the same information of, what do you like to do and what do you think you're good at? Hmm. That's awesome. How about you, Ocean? Sure. <laughs> so I've been with Restoration now just since early September about, um, I go to a school called Compass and this is my internship because you have to have a certain amount of internships before you can graduate. So I had one last year and this year um, a student of mine pitched this Restoration Now Global internship to me and decided to take it 
So what I've been doing right now is just pretty much anything that needs to be done, doing a little construction here, doing some administrative work there, and just really anything that needs to be done. And it's been really interesting so far. I've learned a lot. I'm curious where this is going to go, and it's been a lot of fun. That's awesome. So tell me about Compass. Is that um, a charter school or? Yeah, it's a new charter school. Okay. Yeah. And you said one of your students pitched you restoration now? Yeah. Is that just like a friend of yours? Or yeah, it's a friend work? of mine. Just, okay. Yeah. Cool. So what, what's it been like, you know, what's your experience been like? What are some things that like you are surprised by or some things you've learned? It sounds like you're wearing a lot of hats. Jo- Josh is pretty impressed. Mm-hmm. You, uh, <laughs> you're doing a lot of different stuff. Yeah. Um, I've learned quite a lot of things. I've learned some construction, how to find bug nets on Google. That's fun to find. Um, and right now I'm working on making a solar light so you can take that down to Honduras and give it to the kids down there. So I've just been working on messing around with that and trying to figure out how to make it waterproof and make it work in a plastic bottle so we don't have to 3D print any lights so we can just use what's down in Honduras. Nice. Very cool. What else? Anybody else want to share anything? Yeah, Ocean's Ocean's good with just rolling with the the daily changes. I think I we just texted randomly from Yosemite the other day. Hey, see if you can get this light to screw onto a bottle and turn it into a, make it waterproof and we're getting there. <laughs> we're getting yeah, that's right. How old are you, Ocean? I'm 16. Okay. Anything change? Like, do you have an idea of you know what you want to do or skill set well yeah like in the long run i want to work for the forest service okay so last year i worked at laurie state park and this year i'm doing this i mean it's always good to learn the construction and just to have these connections in the future in case the forest service never works out or whatever i mean these are great connections to have i think for the future nice i'd like to follow up with what kai said over there um i had a similar experience my my dad's advice to me when i was the age of these kids here is find something you love to do and then find somebody to pay you to do it. The only thing I loved to do at the time was play soccer and so I went to college. Um, turns out nobody wanted to pay me to play soccer <laughs> so I didn't really have a direction. I mean I kind of went back and forth in college. I had seven different majors um, in four years. Like I switched semesters. Every semester I switched from political science ended up on biology. Um, because I wanted to be outdoors. So I didn't really have a whole lot of direction. Um, I was very creative, but that wasn't something that was really appreciated in my family, was creativity and art and stuff like that. So um, it wasn't until I got into construction where I started building stuff and making stuff that I realized that's my passion. That's what I really like doing, It's building things. So yeah. It's it's okay if you don't know exactly what you want to do when you're 16 years old and 17. Yeah. What, yeah. what did you end up graduating with? A uh, degree in biology. So Bachelor I of Arts. I have I went to seven different colleges. <laughs> oh <laughs> And finished with biology. Nice. <laughs> and doing construction. And now you're doing That's construction. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so this is a great experience for for anybody of any age. You know, I've got a daytime job that it's fine. It's a good job, but this is what I really enjoy doing. Yeah. Yeah. Even if it's just a couple times a month. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's pretty cool. I wish I would have had something like this. 
seems like the conversation is changing a little bit about helping kids find out what they want to do, but uh, I, I don't think fast enough, and I think more more stuff like this needs to happen. And um, so yeah, and DeAndre, you wanna you wanna say anything? DeAndre just walked in the room here. Welcome, DeAndre. Hi. <laughs> I like I liked your hair when it was blue. I like it now too, but it was awesome when it was blue. What, what and happened? And then we dyed it pink in October, and we bleached it too many times, so my hair dyed, and now it's white. <laughs> and it <laughs> faded from pink to white. Mysterious. So DeAndre, you're a student at PCA. Yes, sir. What what's it, what's it been like working with Restoration now and? just this whole program and going to different people and seeing what they're doing and what's that been like? <clears throat> um, it was fun. I got to work with Steve and that was fun. Uh, found, uh, found out that him and his brothers went to Pooter and I played for Pooter. So that was really cool. And, uh, who, I learned who is Steve? Sorry. Balmer. Balmer. Okay. Yeah. Uh, a couple weeks ago when we were all out here. Okay. And then, uh, when we go to like different groups and everything, I learned like, things that could potentially help me with my brand that I have and like possibly make it like an actual thing. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. So, you know, they've been visiting other businesses and people that have started their own uh, companies, whether it's a coffee shop or whatever it is, uh, nonprofits. Um, we're here with you right now, Ryan. Yeah. You want to... Uh, Give us sure. Give us a little bit of your past, and you know, pod, podcasting doesn't put uh, doesn't feed the mouth in your family. <laughs> so tell us tell us what you do. Uh, I'm a real estate broker, so I help people buy and sell houses, and I manage a a team of real estate brokers. So part of my income mm -hmm. comes from helping people buy and sell houses. Part of my income comes from uh, I have seven agents that work at Gray Rock Realty, which is my company, and I basically just help them, you know, advertise, mar market themselves, help them through transactions. Real estate's a pretty complex transaction, and so typically there's a lot of questions uh, that come up, and so I'm basically, I just provide some oversight for those brokers who go out and help uh, their own clients buy and sell homes. So I, you know, graduated from college with a English major, got really bad grades, didn't know what I was going to do. I had a friend that started um, a real estate company. I had a girl that I um, was in love with. I moved down to Austin, Texas to be with her, and I asked this guy if I could start working for his real estate company. So basically I was a secretary, so I helped with filing um, and really just started listening to people talk on the phone it was like the, probably the best experience I could have gotten. And then looking at all the paperwork and definitely is not something I would have necessarily like seen myself doing. It wouldn't, this, it wouldn't be like a, what you would call like a passion job for me. But I think a lot of jobs can turn into, um, something that you are passionate about because at the end of the day, you're, you're serving people and you're helping people like buy one of the biggest assets they'll ever by and you're helping them, you know, put a roof over their head and find a great place to spend time with, with their family. So like I said, it's definitely like not necessarily when I was in your guys' shoes, something that if you would have told me I was a real estate broker, I would have been like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. But it's a super rewarding job. I think a lot of jobs are like that. I think it's interesting to me when you talk to people doing different things, like how specific a particular job can be and how people like really get, um, they niche 
in a particular area and provide a service or a product for um, for people. And a lot of times that's it's not like you're necessarily like a fireman or an astronaut. You know, you could be doing something uh, very specific and you wouldn't necessarily know to do that thing unless you had been working in that industry. And so, you know, for you guys, like you probably hear a lot of people talking about like entrepreneurial roles and like what's my next big business idea going to be and I think a lot of people sit around trying to figure out what's a great business idea but I think the majority of people have business ideas when they are working in a business you know and they might start like me like a secretary you know um, filing paperwork and answering phones and routing phone calls and just learning the business and then from there you kind of figure out where you fit and uh, so yeah How'd the girl thing work out? I did marry that girl, and uh, do have a couple of kids, and and uh, with another one on the way, so that worked out. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, Ryan's my brother-in-law. It's my wife's little brother. Yeah. That's the truth. So. Well, cool, you guys. Awesome to have everybody here, and super cool to hear everybody's stories. Is there anything that you guys want to share that you haven't? Or is that pretty much, do we do a good job? We yeah. good? All right. Yeah, thank you guys for just being here and uh, working on this house, but just getting to know you. And yeah. I, I appreciate your, just the fun that you bring to this place too. Like, you know, you just, DeAndre, you just jumped out of the leaves and scared <laughs> Melinda over there. And yeah, they're raking leaves over here at Tommy's house and DeAndre is literally inside of a pile of leaves. And How was it in there? It's warm. Yeah. My legs are kind of cold and uh, <laughs> warmed you up in there. Yeah. I did my best to cover you up. <laughs> yeah. Angel, I tried uh, my hardest. Angel tried hiding me, and uh, I guess it worked. The plan was to scare everyone, but they were all cold. Yeah, we so all they stayed on the and bus. We left him in the like, pile, and we were like, Should we go to get DeAndre? And Melinda's like, Where's DeAndre? I was like, Oh, he's inside warm. You know, if she comes out, and then she's like looking for him. And then she comes back outside the building, and we're all watching from the bus. And then DeAndre just pops out and scares her, and she jumps so like. High in the air. It was yeah, so funny. Me and Sid were the only ones that seen it, and I was like, "Sid, you see that?" Sid's like, "Yeah, did you see that?" And I was, I saw it. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I mean, I just want to say that I'm, I'm fortunate to, you know, be at the school that I'm at, know the people that I know, and work here, and do all this, and just have this experience. I'm just really fortunate to have that because I know most schools don't really do stuff like this, and it's just great, and I'm really fortunate for it. That's pretty much all I can say. Yeah, it's awesome. Melinda, cheers to you for just yeah. directing this and being a part of yeah, this, is the this community this way. It's yeah, amazed yeah. me and touched me, and you know, I um, am very impacted by their stories and what just a little bit can do <coughs> for the, to change to change stuff for them. So, and I, I have a great team at PCA. There are so many wonderful teachers and other great. Um, projects going on so um, we kind of all are there for the same reason to you know help kids how many kids are at PCA um, about 160 I'd say we have 8th through 12th grade okay um, so it's it's small it's um, designed to help kids that that need um, you know more structure and um, more help to get through high school so is this your only class at PCA, or do you 
It is really. I um, I'm a support person, okay. so I it's it's really nice because I get to know them one on one. Sometimes better than the teacher because they might have them for 50 minutes, but I might have them two or three times a day. Huh. So I get that one on one, and I I sometimes hear their stories, and I, um, you know, kind of can match people to other programs or job shadowing things like that. So how did you come to do this work? What's your background? Um, my background, I, um, I, I've actually lived in seven different states. Um, and when I, I graduated from Auburn University with a five-year degree in interior design, which was in the School of Architecture. It's a very small, um, there are only like 15 people chosen a year. To be in it, but while I was there, I um, just had all kinds of different ideas about my life. And when I graduated, I was really not interested in doing that. Um, it seemed too corporate. It seemed too much about people with money or um, stuff. So um, I thought about going to Africa. I nearly did that. I ended up going to Jacksonville, Florida, and working with inner city kids just as, as a volunteer. It was just like a five week program fell in love with them. So I followed them to North Carolina where um, they were attending like an urban camp. You followed your students? Yeah, some kids kids and and actually the staff too. The staff um, really impressed me and they really wanted me to come on board with their nonprofit. I actually didn't want to work in Florida. I had um, gone to high school in Florida and was not a fan of Florida weather and bugs. And, And I love North Carolina. I grew up going skiing at Sugar Mountain, and I was like, they're going to North Carolina, I'm going to North Carolina. <laughs> Again, I didn't have a job. Um, had a Volkswagen bug and stuff in storage and just um, went with it. Wow. And um, after a five-year degree, it was kind of crazy. Hmm. But um, I looked around, and I, um, I started doing wall murals for people and painting and just some art experience and then my sister had a this like little card out in California at an outdoor mall and she's asking me for help and so I started designing these children's clothes with her and we created a little business with it but anyway I mean long story but um, I have always done entrepreneurial type startup little businesses and also worked with kids. So it kind of was a side-by-side because you don't make a lot of money um, in either one, but like combined, it kind of got me through. Mm. Um, ended up owning a business in Georgia, um, like a bed and breakfast event center, really did that for about 15 years, and then just really had that passion of wanting to do something different. I was also trying to do 50 national parks um, in my 50s. So I wow. needed to get to the West to like cover where most of the national parks are. And I just kind of was like, I need my summers off, so I'm gonna go connect with the school system. And then it kind of instantly gave me kids again. So it was just a win-win in all kinds of ways. Awesome. So how are you doing on those national parks? I just completed 28 this summer out of 50. So I'm more than halfway there. Nice. Yeah, so then I have six years to complete the rest. So, Why do you have to get them done in six years? Because then, because um, that's, that's the end of my 50s. That's, okay. <laughs> 50 in my 50s? 50. Yeah, right, <laughs> I'll be right, 60. Right. <laughs> um, nice. Yeah, so there was like this, you know, 48 years old. I'm, I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do. 
after I do this, I did a business and then sold it. And I was like, I need something um, to be passionate about. And I was passionate about nature and um, just seeing national parks. Awesome. What's your favorite one so far? Or is do you have a favorite? I, I always say I have like a top five because they're so incredibly different. And some of it is like when you win and who you were with and like the feel of it that sure. really are, you know, it's like my favorite. Um, I really love Glacier. Um, I really love Yosemite. I loved um, Acadia in Maine. Um, uh, Rocky Mountain. I mean, I, I did that and then moved here. It's kind of like my home park. Sure. I'm trying to, you know, see if I can get there 50 times as well. <laughs> and I'm on like 16 there. So, but I figured in six years I'll go that many times. So, yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Very it's cool. not paying me though. Yeah. <laughs> so I do have to do Never something else. Yeah. So do you have any side projects going entrepreneurial wise right now or um, just I'm put trying that on the to table? put some things together. Um, yeah, I'm painting again and doing some stuff, but um, this is keeping me busy. I was really excited to to um, have some money from grants and to do that part of it and then to like to get this off the ground. Um this has been my project. So really did you now. raise all the money for your salary to work at PCA? Or? Um, no, but um, a, a, a chunk of it. You had to raise a chunk of it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Good for you. How hard was that? Um, I had some really good help. I just connected with some people that wanted, when they heard my story, really wanted me to do well and put a lot of volunteer time in with me. Okay. Um, luckily, some of the grants I was applying for, like, kept getting postponed, and that was a good thing because I needed that much time to develop the idea and, um, you know, to really refine what I was trying to do. Mm. Um, but it's been a really great process. So, did most of it come from grants, or do you have to do private donor, like a mix of? Um, I haven't gotten to the private donor, but I'm I'm kind of starting that. We want to start an education foundation at our school. Mm. We don't have the PTA, PTO kind of aspect. We don't have parent involvement as much. So um, I've gotten the go-ahead to kind of put a team together that want to look at that, and that could help um, be a place where if people want to donate to projects we're doing, could donate to... Um, I've gotten actually my first donation towards this group. We're going to, um, put it towards restoration now so we could do some more projects with them. Um, so, yeah. So I'm sorry, PTA, PTO, tell me those. Parent teacher association or a parent teacher organization. I think it's called different things in different places, but, um, that tends to be the, um, the out, the community that's helping the school that want to like, let's sell wrapping paper or let's do whatever to raise money for the school for certain things okay so since we haven't had that in place you can do an education foundation which um gives you that 501c3 and um and gives you a a place for that and the mission of the foundation would be is it similar to what you're doing here or um i was just looking at that yesterday I, i picked some and um It's basically to um, level the playing field with education. Um, Yeah, get back with me on that. Okay. Yeah, sorry (laughs) to put you on the spot. That's okay. I I saw some good ones. They're just not coming right back to me. Yeah. 
Um, and it's something definitely a group will decide on, and there'll be students involved and some um, some t- um, some people, um, real estate people we were looking at, just people that want to um, help this particular school. Um, so we'll have some a board that develops. We'll have just like a planning team. It's very preliminary. Okay. But it's something in the mix. Awesome. <laughs> Well, yeah, let me know if I can be a part of it. I'd love to. It sounds okay. super interesting. So I think I just got a volunteer. You did. <laughs> <laughs> Who else? Anybody want to say anything else, or should we wrap it up? Yeah, I'm, I, yeah, here. yeah it's, it's always inspiring um, working uh, with people like Melinda. That's just a leader here in the community. How'd you guys meet? Um through some connections with the creator hub, right? Um, the maker space here, we were okay. trying to do some collaboration. We, um, restoration now really wanted to have this student aspect to getting work done here in the community and with overseas projects. And we were working, you know, in that direction, we, our biggest gap was students, um, to, to fulfill that. And, um, and over the summer we, we were working, uh, trying trying to figure a lot of this out, and then we met at the end of the summer, beginning of fall school year, at, at Creator Hub, correct? Yeah, another yeah. staff member at our school got us together, Deb. Um, yeah. Who has worked with your kids before? And yeah, their yeah. When they were at Mountain Sage, um, yeah. she just was like, "You really need to meet this guy, Josh, and come with me to this meeting. And and by the way, you're gonna like explain everything you're doing and actually, like." you know, be in charge. And all of a sudden I was like, whoa, what? Um, I did, you know, five minutes before the meeting started, I found out it was just really about my project. Um, but anyway, it, it definitely got us together and got us going in this direction. Yeah. And so there's still some connections with the creator hub, but we found too, it's like what we're all trying to accomplish here is um, we can do through local projects like this. And, you know, and as part of our mission of just like um, creating access to two basic needs. Part of that is, is this um, like workforce entrepreneurial aspect. Um, so we're taking care of, like we've talked about in the past on other podcasts is we're meeting needs here, you know, like say on this home um, and ocean with compasses involved with that. And with some of the international work with the, with the, um, with the community center projects um, in Honduras um, but then also like students are like everybody's been talking about in here is getting their, their hands, you know, dirty with projects and, and having that learning experience that might grow into a future, um, vocation or, um, as, as Kyle was saying, like, just, just know, like, this isn't what I want to do, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like the best way to know what you don't want to do is to go and do, do it, it. <laughs> you know, like maybe I could get you on a roof or something or. <laughs> a septic tank you'll know right away like those are things that i've done all those things so you definitely know like i don't want to do that ever again um i'm going to sell all my nail guns for roofs you know so i don't have to do that again um but really just just providing access and that's that's what really this is about that's what restoration now is about is is to hopefully um bring some resources to what melinda's mission and passion is with this program that she's involved with that's um if if we can come alongside and provide this experience then then we've set out we've accomplished what we've set out for and and it you know even if i never see any of you again which i hope that doesn't happen 
um, I, I know that um, this, this community has experienced something different and richer in my opinion. Um, and that really only comes through having you guys involved in this community in this way. So I, I really appreciate it um, from the volunteer side and, and working out details like with Todd to come on staff and having um, Ocean like a first intern. Like this is really exciting stuff for us as, as an organism, you know, and um, this, is how it's, this is how it gets done. Um, yeah, so thank you, Ryan, for yeah, hosting this and as always just leading us to a, um, you know, a, a, a better spot and um, helping direct a lot of our future and just through processing this. This is the amazing thing of these podcasts is that it you start to really put all the pieces together and think through it. Like, wow, this is amazing stuff going on. It is really fun to meet all these people that I've heard so much about and see you guys out here working. It's pretty, pretty amazing. So keep it up. We'll keep coming out here and documenting this stuff. And all right, everybody back to work. Yeah. Get back to work. Out, back out in the wind. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you guys. Thank you.